Hello, and welcome back to Mental Health Spot. This is Oli speaking. If you are under the age of 18, please consult with your parent, guardian, or a trusted adult before continuing to tune into my episodes. How is everybody doing out there? Been thinking about all of you, sending so much love, positive vibes, all that good juju in your direction. Um, so in this particular episode, I want to discuss, because it's something that's been on my mind, and I'm very curious what your opinion is, what your feedback is. Would love to hear from all of you. What do you think is the most powerful component to a relationship? And I'm not just talking about a romantic relationship, although that is one kind of relationship. I am talking about relationships in general, friendships, any kind of connection with another human being. What is the most powerful component? Is it A, history slash time spent and memories made, experience lived? B, common interests or C, Similar temperament and values. So it's something I've been thinking about a lot because I have these conversations, you know, with my with my clients and of course in my own personal life. And and I observe my friends too, and I have a lot of different people in my life different types of people, different personalities. And I'm always, you know, analyzing my relationships with others and, you know, what works best for me personally. And so I don't think this is a a one size fits all answer. I think your response to this particular question is going to be very unique to you. Um, But it's something that I definitely want to open up the conversation about. So let's start with history. Experiences lived together, memories made. History has a lot to do with the amount of time you know someone, the amount of time you've invested in that relationship with that person. History. How important is history? And now we're going to say that you have history, but you have no common interests and no common values, no common personality traits. All you share is history. Is that going to be sufficient to maintain your relationship? The answer is yes. I know you were expecting a different answer, right? The answer is yes. History is a very powerful component. 
in a relationship between two people. And even if you're lacking the other two components, history alone is a huge reason why people often stay in relationships perhaps longer than they should. Not that anybody makes the rules about that. That's a very personal choice. But if a friendship or a relationship is no longer serving you, you might stay in it for the sake of history. But we've been through so much together. We've had so many experiences together. So many highs and lows. So many years of this. And so, have you ever heard the phrase... You love somebody, but you don't necessarily like them. That would be appropriate for a relationship that you're in where history is the biggest factor, but you don't have anything else. So think about the relationships in your life right now. Just close your eyes and really think about it. Is there anyone that you're holding on to because of history? History is a big one. History is a big reason for a lot of people to hold on. It's definitely been a big reason for me to hold on to a lot of uh, relationships, friendships, etc. And, you know, I don't mean any shade by that. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with anybody else or with me. It's just I have found that in a lot of my relationships where there's an extensive amount of history, uh, a lot of experiences shared together, etc., that we may not have a lot in common in terms of temperament, in terms of common interests. Um, Again, doesn't mean there's anything wrong with anyone involved. It's just different. And so... It's so important to recognize if you have to know yourself and you have to know what works for you. Can you be in a friendship or a relationship with someone where there is an extensive amount of history, but you're completely different people? Does that affect you? If the answer is yes, then that's a conversation you need to have with yourself. The second one, common interests. So common interests, uh, we like the same movies, the same books, the same activities. We both like to dance. We both like to sing. We both like to swim. We're both athletic. Um, We're both part of a book club. We both want to watch the same types of movies. Um, Personally, if I'm honest with you, For me, because I'm telling you the truth that history for me is important. History for me has been sufficient in maintaining relationships with people that I don't necessarily have anything else in common with. But for me, common interests, if if I'm real, is the least important. Don't get me wrong. It's fun and it's nice when you have things in common. But a lot of my best friends, my best, best friends, the people closest to my heart and I have absolutely nothing in common in terms of interests. And our friendship is very powerful. Um, I really like karaoke. 
I love to sing. So it's nice when I make friends that enjoy that too. I can appreciate that. That's nice. Or I make, you know, bonds or connections, relationships with people that enjoy that too. That's nice. Um, I like, you know, movies. I like, you know, psychological thrillers. I like horror movies. I like serial killer stuff, crime dramas. I like trashy TV. Um, I like makeup, but I don't want to sit and have a 30 minute conversation about it. You know, um, we can have a 15 minute conversation, split that in half and talk about our makeup routine. Sure. I like it. I enjoy it. Um, it's not something I'm trying to like have an in-depth combo about. Um, I like nature. I like going outside. I like seeing pretty things. I'm not the most most athletic person or the most active person physically. Um, And I'm not very adventurous. Like, I'm not going to go on a roller coaster with you. Sorry. Um, But, I mean, I do have friends that love karaoke. I do have friends that love to sing. Um, I do have friends that like some movies that I like. But at the end of the day, for the most part, like, I have friends that, like, love anime I'm not really into it. Um, I have friends that like love indie music. I'm not really into it. Um, I have friends that refuse to watch horror movies. Like, it's just not their cup of tea. And it's just never really been a deal breaker. And when I say friends, again, I mean all relationships. I'm just defaulting to friends. But any relationship, whether it's romantic, any kind of emotional or profound or meaningful connection that you have with another human being is what I'm referring to at this point for clarification purposes. So for me personally, common interest is the least important, but it's nice. I'm not going to tell you it's not nice. It's nice. Um, I made a friend recently and shout out to her if she's listening. Amazing, amazing, amazing woman. We have a lot in common Uh, in terms of common interests and in terms of common values. So it was nice um, because we both like to sing and we both just sang together and it was beautiful. It was great. It was a really enjoyable experience. Um, But that wouldn't have mattered. Let's say she didn't like to sing. It wouldn't have mattered because we had so much in common in terms of our values that that for me was more important. And that leads me to the third component, common values slash common temperament. That's really important to me. And I'm not saying that you have to agree with everything that I think or feel because I am here for a healthy debate. And one of my closest friends and I, shout out to her, she is like my sister. We're like literally soul sisters. Um, we have differences of opinion all the time, but we're able to communicate about it in a really compassionate, uh, intelligent way. It's very intentional and it's very special. And so um, there's never been any issues as it relates to that. And I know her heart and she knows mine. Um, and so... Um, I was like trying to 
shift and you guys know how much noise my bed makes um anyways um see heard it um it's really important for me not so much the common values although that's like super important i guess i lumped these together just in the interest of time um common values are important like that's awesome like super awesome if we can be on the same wavelength or at least on a similar wavelength but common temperament that is key like i need people in my life and this is me i'm speaking for myself what works for you may be different than what works for me but for me like i need people in my life that are able to i don't need everybody to be as sensitive as me i know that's kind of impossible i am an hsp i am a hypersensitive individual um i was born this way i've been like this since day ob um I don't expect that, but I do expect a certain level of comprehension and receptiveness. Like I expect for the people in my life to be open to hearing what I need and be willing to work with me and my sensitivity. I'm not asking for them to be like me, but be open to having constructive conversations about how our friendship can grow, what I can do for you, um, or bond or connection rather, what I can do for you to help you feel more comfortable and be willing to hear from me what I need. Um, But if someone is sensitive and empathetic like me, it definitely helps the connection. I mean, it definitely strengthens it for me because that's something that we have in common and that's something that we can bond over and it feels amazing, you know? Um, Now, the best part is when you have all three. History, common interests, common values, slash, similar or common temperament. Um... I don't think it's entirely possible to have all three. Um, Well, history comes with time spent. So if you've had someone in your life for a significant amount of time and you have a lot of lived experiences together, that automatically goes without saying. But the other two, at the same time, I mean, it can happen. But I think it's rare to have it all. I do believe I have that, though, in a lot of my close relationships, which I'm really grateful for. Um, But, yeah, so if I had to put it in order of importance, I'm going to say common values and common temperament, but I feel like I function a lot on history. But I'm trying to change that narrative because I feel like history is not really relevant if other important things are not at play. And again, it doesn't mean anything is wrong with anybody, you know, it's just 
there for me there needs to be a certain level of just commonality like we need to be able to have meaningful discussions and everyone's different some people don't need that some people think that's like too much some people are like that's extra I don't need to have these big conversations I'm good like and that's okay that's their right you know um but for me okay if I'm being intentional about it definitely the values and the temperament then the history and then the common interests it would be that way in order of importance and so um i would be curious to hear from you what your thoughts are what is most important to you in a relationship friendship connection of sorts and um feel free to comment you know let me know um i love having these types of discussions i think it's so important to analyze your relationships and really understand where you're at with all of them and at the end of the day, I'm so grateful for everyone that's ever been in my life um, and for everyone that's currently in my life. You know, anyone that was, you know, there, any, any past relationship, any current relationship, I'm just grateful because I've learned so much from the different people in my life, so many amazing things, um, skills that I've acquired, and um, I've just, you know been privy to some really special people and so shout out to everybody out there um and sending you all so much love and i'm looking forward to the next episode it's gonna be great and hopefully i will have a special guest